What is up, guys? In this episode, we're going to be answering a call-in question. Those are kind of my favorites to do right now. And it has to do with LED lights, and it's good timing because I have a new YouTube video on LED lighting that's on YouTube. But let's listen to the call-in. Hey, what's up, Matt? Uh, this is Isai calling in from Kansas City. I'm not sure if that's something people say on Anchor, but anyways, um, I'm thinking about investing in some new LED lights, and I know you had that sponsorship with Aperture, so I'm just curious to hear your uh, your your opinions on what what scenario to think the Aperture LED lights um, you know shine the best in. If it's more if it's been more for like a corporate interview type of uh, of settings or if they're good like even on like short films or music videos I'm working on tungsten lights so I'm looking for something that's you know a lot more portable don't have to worry about wattage or the stingers and stuff like that so yeah man I appreciate everything you're doing uh, keep doing your thing you're definitely the hardest working programmer slash cinematographer I've ever seen or even heard of so uh, thank you so much for all the content you put out appreciate you and peace Isai, that is a cool name and a good question, and I also do like when people introduce themselves and say where they're from. I think that helps uh, everyone listening, myself included, to give context to the question, that sort of thing. So, to start, yeah, I definitely am sponsored by, by Aperture, if that's not like blatantly clear from everything I do on social media, but I will say... And I said this at NAB, is that I chose them. Uh, there's a lot of different lighting companies out there. And there's, I mean, by a lot, there's like a, a, a mind-blowing amount, even for me to try to keep track of. Um, for the very high-end stuff, like the commercials I used to shoot, and you know the bigger productions where you're renting, and the lighting budget of $5,000 of rentals isn't a big deal, then you're looking at things like... Uh, RE sky panels, you're looking at the digital Sputniks, or the, the, those actually aren't too bad to rent compared to the Aries stuff. Um, maybe even up into like the Kinoflow world. But I knew that being on YouTube and wanting to teach lighting and get people excited about lighting to get them, you know, actually using lights, because I know that's kind of a barrier for a lot of people, uh, was that I wanted to work with a brand that made somewhat affordable lights. And so I did a lot of research um, as, I, as I was starting out on YouTube. You can even find like my early terrible, terrible vlogs about um, just starting up the whole thing. And I, I found Aperture because they were so active on YouTube. They have a YouTube channel, um, which I really respected. And I just looked at the products they were making. And they looked like that perfect balance for me of um, affordability with still quality in mind. And when they came out with the 120D or 120T, which is their little spotlight Fresnel version with the cute little case, I still never made a review of that light. I need to make like a just normal review of it. Um, once I saw that and their light dome, I was just sold completely. I mean, like that is what I've been looking for for so long. So let me, let me cut this part off and then I'll start a new one. So if you don't already, you should check out my... YouTube channel. Uh, it's Cinematography Database or Cinematography DB. I'm pretty sure if you just search cinematography, I'm one of the first, if not the first thing that comes up on YouTube. I've been SEOing that thing hard for a couple of years now. Um, go check out the video I just put out and I basically show using the Aperture Lights, the 120D, T, Tri-8, and the 300D, which isn't out yet. I basically show them um, in, pra in use for like a darker indie narrative 
um, short film that we shot. It wasn't actually a short film. The scenes are all just for the video, but it's supposed to look like a short film. And they're all battery-powered. Now, they use somewhat expensive batteries. They're not like Sony LP batteries or whatever those are called. Uh, you do have to get V-mount or Anton Gold batteries, so they're a little bit expensive. But they do last for a long time, and having battery-powered LEDs is amazing. And go watch the video if you haven't already. So you can definitely use them for anything. I think any light can be used for any um, situation. I don't think there's lights that are specifically for interviews or just for narrative or just for music videos. You could use any light for anything, in my opinion. Um, but what I would say, and, and I still haven't made this video, I, I want to make it... I basically have been talking with Aperture. I want them to put together like a lighting kit that makes it easy for people to buy that has like stands in a case. So it's just like, hey, just go buy this kit. This is like the one. But I really do think that the best... One of the best lights to get, just in general for an all-around light, um, for someone starting out in filmmaking, is the Aperture 120D. And I, and I say that, and they have lots of other lights and things that they'd love me to talk about, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I really like the 120D. It's one of – it's I, I have one in my apartment, in my studio. That's what I use to light most of my YouTube stuff, and that's what we used in that video. So if you kind of want to go see the 120D with the light dome on it uh, in a narrative setting, that YouTube video is out right now. And so I want to talk about now, and this is something I really want to make a YouTube video about. I've just been very busy with a lot of things, um, which we could talk about at the end of this episode. But uh, the, the 120D, and specifically a Spotlight or Fresnel, is I think still one of the best things to buy because it's the best all-around type of light. So we have a lot of panels, right? Like light panels, sky panels, Kinoflow Selects, Aperture LS1s, etc. Those are, those are great lights, you know? They put out a lot of light. They're very flat and uh, portable, but they're they're actually kind of um, they're not as versatile, in my opinion, in that you would almost never point a panel directly at someone and light them that way. Versus, I know a lot of people kind of start there, and that's fine, but it doesn't it it doesn't like look very good panels uh, directly at people. And the beam coming out of these lights are also very wide and broad, and in it that it's kind of an inefficient use of the light that's coming out of it when you're using it uh, directly versus the spotlights and the Fresnels, uh, they have a they have a more uh, controlled beam of light and because of that you're able to control them better with barn doors that are more effective. Um, they look good if you haze it, the shape of the light looks really nice and then both lights can be used to bounce, but in, in general, I still like Fresnels a lot better. They take accessories easier as well, like soft boxes, and with the case of the aperture, the bones, you can get the spherical uh, adapters. There's just so much that can be done with one daylight LED that has a bones mount, that's a spotlight, or it can be bounced, or has the Fresnel. It's so versatile, and I'll have to make a video and a course or, so or something about it just to show what can be done with it, and it, I think it's a lot better than investing in panels, in my opinion. They're a little bit bigger, but I, I, if, if I had to choose one light to kind of ride or die with right now, and that was solo, like just me or like some tiny crew, it would be the 120D because I can bounce it off the wall, I can put a dome on it, I can put a, a space light uh, spherical thing on it, it, it can do so much um, if you're on the fence, and this is not because I'm, I'm sponsored by them. Like, they have no idea. I, I even do this podcast, I think. That really is the first light, I think, that I would recommend for people. Like, if you know that you're going to be dealing with, like, daylight interiors for, like, interviews, that sort of thing, it's it's an amazing light for, like, $500 or $600. Because um, before that, it used to be all LEDs. 
Um, and then if you, the only other alternative would have been like, you know, like a $3,000 KinoFlow that was daylight. This is basically like a 200 watt HMI that runs off batteries and, and takes no power and is, is flexible for all the reasons that I said before. So I hope that answers some of your questions that you had. Definitely go watch the YouTube video. I'm actually really proud of that video. I think that it does demonstrate for indie filmmakers um, with relatively small budgets how to actually use lighting effectively and move extremely quickly. It was like, it was basically using one or two lights with batteries. That's it. Everything was just run and gun. So it's, it's, a, good, it's a good look into how that world actually looks. And if you're interested in getting into more, um, I don't know, advanced or serious studio lighting, which is a thing that uh, I found in my career to help me actually make money from filmmaking and from lighting, so doing white psychs, doing music videos, doing commercials, I actually just released today, or technically last night, a course on white psych lighting that's pretty much geared for beginners in this space you know not like beginner like you just picked up a camera for the first time but you've been shooting for a couple of years and now you want to start lighting so you can get on bigger projects i made a course on that and you can go to courses.cinematographydb.com not the best url in the world but it's on the courses part of our website which you can go check out there's a trailer and if you sign up for the free trial quote unquote that's how they call it uh you can watch two of the lessons for free so it's a pretty good course uh, I'm pretty proud of it uh, people kept asking me over and over again like are there any good courses on lighting and it was honestly hard to point people to anything that, that I could really recommend so I made it basically this is a course that if you want to start getting into serious music video or commercial lighting this is a really good place to start white sakes are pretty easy to do and to put together you do have to rent a studio for the big ones but otherwise you can use a white wall or you can use paper it's a good thing to start your uh, commercial lighting reel with is white, and that's why I did it. So go check that out. Uh, go check out the YouTube channel, and then also go check out at least the trailer and the free, the free lessons on the course website. I would check those out if you're interested in lighting. So that wraps it up for this podcast. Uh, I am going to go see Dunkirk today. Uh, I just finished everything with the course. Um, I probably will be updating certain parts of the videos, and I want to make some PDFs of the different lighting diagrams, that sort of stuff, but it's out. That took a lot longer than I thought it was going to, um, but I'm back to making YouTube videos. I've got a whole back catalog of YouTube videos I wanna make, a couple of sponsored ones that are coming out soon, more brand deals coming in to make even cooler videos with bigger budgets so you guys get better YouTube videos for free. I don't understand why people don't like sponsored videos. It basically means you get to watch better quality videos and it's all free on YouTube, so that's good stuff. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I did enjoy building this course out. It did force me to update Cine Designer. And for those of you that are interested in the Cine Designer side of, of my world, uh, soon in September, Cinema 4D R19 comes out. And in which case, I'm going to be updating Cine Designer with more assets, more, more toys in it. But I'm also going to make sure that it actually works with that new version where the viewport uh, means you don't have to render as much. The lighting looks better in the viewport apparently, and now they have a GPU accelerated render built in, meaning the renders are like stupid fast. So I'm very excited about that. A lot of, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Um, a lot of stuff on YouTube. A lot of stuff going to be coming out on Instagram. This podcast has been a lot of fun for me. I really like this. Um, and then I'm working on a new course in the background already, and I'm actually, I guess this is an okay time to put this out there. Um, I am looking for other cinematography instructors to make courses for my course 
platform but that's this is early days to really be get, getting into that but that i'm putting that out there we're building more and more courses i think it's really good cine designer updates youtube videos all that good stuff i will see you guys on the next one if you have any questions call them in if not i got plenty to talk about i can talk all day i'll see you guys later